Welcome to Season 3, Episode 3 of As You Go, a podcast meant to encourage and disciple women who are daily trying to follow Jesus while balancing all of the things in their lives, like work, family, friendships, mental and physical health, and so much more. I'm Kathy, hosting alongside Miranda. Good morning, Miranda. Good morning. Today, we have two very special guests, um, both are dear friends of mine and of Miranda's. Tammy Webb and Sandria Keck, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Um, today, we're going to focus on the importance and beauty of mentorship. Ladies, would you share a little bit about yourselves so that our listeners can get to know you? Tammy, would you start us off? Yes, absolutely. Good morning. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, my name is Tammy Webb. I am married 21 years to David Webb. I have three grown sons, and one of my sons is married. He lives one mile door to door, and he has my two precious favorite little people in the whole wide world, my grandchildren, granddaughters after all those boys. So yeah, thank you again for having me. Absolutely. And can you tell us what your grandma name is? Because oh, I just love yes. it. <laughs> my grandma name is Happy. And if you know anything about Tammy, that is the perfect <laughs> grandma name for I her. I love that. Oh. Isn't it great? Sandria, tell us a little bit about who you are. Well, I'm Sandria, and I'm married to Lee, and we just celebrated our 53rd wedding anniversary. We have two grown children, both married, and have blessed us with six grandchildren, two girls and four boys, and my grandmother's name is Mimi, but when my oldest grandchild became a teenager, somehow it got shortened to memes. Memes. I love <laughs> and it. And I love it because they gave it to me. I love it. I can't Great. wait to have a grandma name one day. I well, I already have one, but we don't have any grandchildren yet. So <laughs> oh, what is your name? Gigi and Scott is Pop. So we've already been given our, our names. So we're, we've embraced those already. Love it. So both of you are so very passionate about investing in other women. We see that played out all the time. Where does that passion come from? Sandria, let's start with you. Actually, I think uh, my passion has been sort of circuitous in that it started out with my love and concern for children. And uh, early on, I asked God, you know, what are you calling me to? And the answer I seemed to get was to advocate for children And over time, God began to show me I couldn't advocate for children without advocating for their families. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't advocate for their families without advocating for their mothers, who I think the moms are the heart of the home and have the potential to change everything going on in the home. So mine has been a journey, but now it is more focused on women. Mm-hmm. I love that. And Tammy, how about you? Where does your passion for investing in women come from? Yeah. So my passion for investing in women comes from probably not being raised in a Christian home. And once I did become a Christian, just those women who gave me their time and energy to pour into my life and what a profound impact it had on my own personal life, the lives of my children and my family. So um, just someone being willing to to give and to pour into my life has just made such a difference. So I, I kind of think of it like pay it forward. I mean, that's probably a simplistic way of putting it, um, but it just had such an influence in my life. So mm-hmm. 
That is great. So um, part of our discussion today is just talking about um, how we can invest in other women. Um, how has God used other women in your life to grow you to be more like Jesus? Um, how how have you grown as a wife, a mom, a friend, a, a happy, a memes, a, <laughs> um, a leader, um, Sandria? Being that I'm the older, the much older woman in the here today. Full of um, wisdom. That's right. We well, call that maybe. wise. Yeah. Some days I question that, but... Uh, I do pray for wisdom and did start praying for wisdom very early, mm-hmm. very early in my life when I hit a wall and realized there was not enough of me mm-hmm. to, uh, to to do life. And so it's like, God, you just got to give me wisdom. And he took me to the scriptures on wisdom. But I've really been thinking a lot about this, I think. And if I can just go ahead and say back in my day, mm-hmm. Maybe I just wasn't in a circle where they talked about mentors. And so I I really couldn't apply that word. But then God started showing me, look at all those women. Look at your mother's friends who poured into you, who were like second physical moms and second spiritual moms. And then as I went along, I really looked for those women to look to because I saw something in their life, the way they were doing marriage, the way they were raising their children, and I wanted to emulate Mm. them. So there's been a lot, and some have been in the educational world, and most have been just in my walk with Christ. So, you know, I wish I had, I could say Esther Burroughs was my mentor, (laughs) but it's just been a little bit different kind of, of road, but it's definitely made all the difference in my life. Absolutely, absolutely. And how about you, Tammy? How has God used other women to grow you? I, I would definitely piggyback on everything that Sandria said um, in every possible way, from how to be a Christ follower, like I said, not being raised in a Christian home, just what does that look like practically, um, how to study the Bible, how to be a mom. I read all the books, all the books. I've always been a question asker. So um, I've always asked all the questions and just just wanted to walk in a way that was pleasing to the Lord and, and really just trying to figure out how to do that. Um, learning some ways not to do it, learning um, great ways to do it, learning that I need to just get on my face before the Lord and, and do it myself. But absolutely, I think we all as women are um, need, and, and Christian women need to be aware that people are watching mm-hmm. and that we have a responsibility to represent Christ well. And um, yeah, so I, I think definitely that's, like you said, Sandria, that's how those relationships have kind of organically been involved in my life because I've just seen something in someone that that um, I know where it comes from, but but something I wanted to emulate, and practically speaking, how do I do that? Mm-hmm. And Tammy, you bring up a really good point um, as far as sometimes God even puts people in your life to show you maybe what not to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes those experiences can be painful, but they're the most, they grow you the most. Um, so that that's a good point. Yeah. And, and to, to kind of add on to that, 
you know, we, we grow up in our, you know, our family of origin and we can't change sure. the way that we grew up. But God is also so sweet in the way that he provides other relationships in our life who can kind of fit in those roles as like a spiritual mom, you know, things like that. And women are, I, I don't want to generalize and speak for all women, but I would say the majority of women are always watching other women. And I don't yes. mean that to be like this big pressure thing, but at the same time, we are looking to other women. What are they doing? How are they serving? How are they loving in a friendship role or in a mother role, grandmother role? How are they as wives, you know, and you look to them and you say, they have something that I do, like you just said, want to emulate, you know, and even you, Sandria said, I didn't necessarily have that one woman, but I'm realizing now that there were all of these women that I was watching and I'm, I'm learning from these women what not to do, but also what to do. Mm-hmm. In my young adult life, uh, a couple came to our church. Lee and I were already married. And this couple was virtually the same age. But there was um, an enthusiasm. Mm. There was just something that radiated from them, especially from her. And though I grew up in a Christian home and been a Christian for a long time, I looked at that and I said, God, I don't know what it is she has that I don't have, but I want it. Mm. And I never really talked to her about it. It's just that she lit a fire in me to find out more about Jesus mm-hmm. and, and how you live a life committed to him that glorifies God. And, you know, I don't even know where she is today, but she impacted my life greatly. Oh, and may we all, may we yes. all yes. do that in the lives of other women. So I've mentioned a couple of times that I wasn't raised in a Christian home, but as the Lord would have it in his graciousness, I had moved here and my mom was in her late 50s and um, super wonderful, kind woman, just didn't know Jesus. Mm -hmm. And she called me and said, hey, Tam, I think I'm a baby Christian. And I Mm -hmm. said, okay, you know, and it was such, she did lead such a life that it would be evident from some changes that would be forthcoming if if that really was true. So talking about the mentor, mentee, um, Barnabas, Paul, Timothy relationship, I had the privilege of of mentoring my mom and going through a discipleship book once a week uh, with her asking me all the questions saying, where did you learn this? I never taught you any of that. And so I'm grateful for the women who um, are willing to teach you those things. Oh, praise the Lord. (laughs) Praise the Lord. I want to talk about that for a second, that kind of three-tier relationship um, that is so biblical. Um, And and when we talk about the three tiers, we are talking about who are the women that you have in your life right now? Do you have that woman who is discipling you or pouring into you? And then that second tier is like your your peer group. Who are your who are your girls, right? And that's very much and they're all two way relationships. So I don't mean that, but like a peer to peer friendship, commun- biblical community. And then who are who is the woman or who are the women that you are pouring into? Tammy, speak a little bit more into that and the significance of each of those roles. You know, it's funny. You and I actually had this discussion a little bit a while ago, and it really kind of just caused me to pause. And as far as who is that that mentor person in my life right now, I think one thing I landed on was it's important to give ourselves grace if mm. 
every relationship of those three are not in place at all times. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and, and I say that because I'm saying that to myself. I had to give myself grace thinking, well, this one is, is pretty solid. And, and this relationship is, um, like you said, ebbs and flows. Sometimes it's more giving. Sometimes it's more receiving iron, sharpening iron. But um, I think over the years, it's it's varied. And some relationships are for a season and, and have um, certainly evolved and, and being okay with some of those relationships being for a season, just like with mom to mom and those those years that Sandra and I did that um, for so many years together, those little, those younger moms, some of those relationships have have stuck, and mm-hmm. and some were just for a season. So, I'm not sure I answered your question. No, and I think I, I love that you kind of brought brought that up okay. because I I think it's I think it's good for us to kind of assess where we are and be open to that in God's timing. Yes. Um, and not, you know, we're not trying to force something, but we're also open-handedly praying like, okay, Lord, I see that right now I do have somebody maybe pouring into me. It may not be official official capacity, mm-hmm. but I have these women in my life. I'm surrounding myself. I'm stepping into those spaces where I'm opening up opportunities for women to speak into my life. But maybe, and maybe I'm pouring into, maybe I'm serving in student ministry, or maybe I'm, you know, ministering to moms, but maybe I have a gap in this community of my peer group or whatever. So it's just kind of being on the forefront of your mind. Where am I stepping into spaces where I can build those different relationships? Sandria, speak into that a little bit, those different tiers. I'm not sure I can add anything to what Tammy said. It really is in ages and stages of life, it is different. And being that I've gone through a lot of ages and stages, uh, just recently I think the peer group has been so uh, uplifting and edifying for me because, you know, we've just come through COVID and a lot of older women were more afraid to get out mm-hmm and expose themselves, especially before we had anything that we thought could help us. Mm-hmm. And and just knowing that I absolutely had to have friendship. I had to have life on life. Mm-hmm. Um, I just reached out to, to three or four other women in my age and stage and said, you know, how are you feeling? You know, it's like, we feel so alone. And I said, if you aren't afraid, you're welcome to come to my house. And at first, you know, they came in six feet apart and mm-hmm. wore masks. And then we, we sat six weeks apart. We didn't drink anything or eat anything. But we we visited and we shared life and we prayed a lot. And I just have to say that that's a peer relationship now that has just been as good as any mentoring type situation I've been in. And I think they have mentored me through a season that could have been very, very difficult. And, you know, as far as mentoring somebody, I think we're, we're as Tammy had said before, we're always mentoring somebody, Absolutely. whether somebody formally uses that word or not, somebody's watching how we live life. They're watching how we deal with marriage. They're watching how we deal with children, grandchildren, the church, friends. 
like she said, there can be an ebb and flow. Mm -hmm. There definitely is. And if somebody wants you, just says, would you mentor me? It doesn't mean you're stuck with them for (laughs) life. It's like, oh, my goodness. But it's probably just for a season that they need it and you need it in order to move forward in in kingdom work. Mm I'll add to that too, Sandria, um, as you're talking about your peer group, I did the same thing over COVID. I'm, I can be a homebody. And so I, I'm fine with being by myself, but it, it did get to be a little much. So I had, had reached out to a group of, of gals that I had mentored um, and been in relationship in mom to mom over the years, all from different times, but those ones that I had mentioned before that had kind of stuck. So we call ourselves the Fight Club. They all they all knew of each other. Perhaps some didn't. I brought my daughter in law in, and we too started very far apart. And um, just how are they navigating the pandemic? And how are they navigating motherhood? And um, so it's really sweet because within this group, I'm obviously the oldest, and um, I don't know that I've walked with the Lord the longest, but probably. And then my daughter-in-law is the youngest. And so so there's mentoring going even just, you know, just back and forth, like you're saying, and it is really just a beautiful picture of, and I didn't realize how much they needed it. So it just, sometimes it just takes a, a reach out to pull people together. And I love that they're not all involved in the same world because that brings a, a wonderful perspective. They're not all in the exact same season of life and that brings a wonderful perspective. And um, ultimately we're all just, we're all just trying to live life pointed towards Jesus. So, My little group is navigating grandmotherhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you get, you get this uh, double layer of where you are still praying and, you know, beseeching God on behalf of your children. But then you've added these other beautiful human beings mm. that need your prayer and need your uh, your support and need to know you're there for them. So, yeah, wherever you are, there's a place to plug in. I love that you, um, you two have just brought up so many different ways that um, discipleship, mm-hmm. friendship, mentorship can look. You know, it doesn't have to be this formal thing, you know, it can be coffees, it can be a group setting, it can be seasons of life where our peers are mentoring us or we are mentoring our peers. And so I think at the foundation, what we're looking at is how are we spurring each other on the iron sharpens iron Mm -hmm. in those relationships? Who do we have in our lives? You know, what does our biblical community look like? Who are we taking the time to invest in. But yeah, it can look so many different ways. So my next question kind of builds on that, you know, when we ask like, what does it look like to practically mentor other women? And that can be in a group setting, it could be one-on-one, but what are some of the components or characteristics of a mentor relationship? Well, I think there, it comes about because of a mutual need Mm. As I was thinking about sharing with you guys today, I thought, you know, in my 73 years, have I had any women actually say, will you mentor Hmm. me? And 
like I said, I don't think I said that to anybody myself, but yet there were women who did. But then just recently, well, I had lunch with a young woman yesterday, and she said, I was talking to a friend, and I told her I was going to lunch with my mentor. And that's mm-hmm. the first time the word ever came up in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And it started with, let's have coffee. Yeah. And I think that's the terminology for today. Could we meet for coffee or let's meet for lunch? Uh, not, um, will you mentor me? <laughs> uh, though just recently, two or three people have said that to me mm-hmm. and used the words. But because of my past experiences, I understand more about maybe what they want from me and maybe what I have to give to them. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I have a lot of mentors out there that don't know that they're my mentors. <laughs> so I was thinking the same. I'll keep, I'll keep you posted. You. I'm watching you. <laughs> Absolutely. What about you, Tammy? Yeah. So, Sandria, I would definitely say that as well. I mean, Sandria and I have such a wonderful history and Sandri has been one of my mentors in my in my life. And as we did mom to mom, and as we did ministry together, it was just um, definitely a time that the Lord used you to speak into my life. So thank you, I appreciate you, and I love you, and I'm thankful for you. Let me say it's mutual. You've spoken to my life. You still encourage me. You make me want to at least try to stay young. <laughs> uh, where are the tissues? I know. <laughs> Please, somebody, somebody. I I would like to say, though, too, just kind of talking about the formality of that. I think really a lot of it is personality driven. So as I was kind of thinking over this question, for me and my personality and my my profession, it has had to be organic and it has had to be let's meet for coffee. And I think we as women are really good about saying that. So I think practically speaking, I, I typically will just say, let me know some dates and, and just to kind of gauge the level of, of um, just is someone really, really going to pursue that? Or are they really going to make time for that? Because none of us have time. We're all so busy. But, um, but will you make the time and make that a priority? And so that really has been how it's practically worked out for me, too, is just let's meet for coffee. We love to mm-hmm. share our stories. I love to hear women's stories and and that ministers to me and what the Lord is doing in your life. And so exactly, it's, um, it can be as formal or as informal. And, and so I say that because it, it's, there's really no out. It's just, um, it's something that can happen if you, if you want it to happen. You're open to it. I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some words of wisdom or encouragement I would have if you are asking a woman if she will mentor you and you're actually having that conversation, um, something that I would encourage is to sit down and have have a some expectations of what that looks like because it can be, we can set ourselves up for conflict or hurt um, if we don't have those conversations. You know, if somebody does say, hey, can you mentor me? And you pray through that and the Lord is pressing on your heart that this is a relationship that's going to be God honoring, ask them, what what does that mean to you? And what would you like for that to look like? Mm-hmm. And then you share with them what you are able to do, you know, what the Lord is calling you to do. And then reevaluate that over time, because like you both have brought up, some mentor relationships are for seasons and some are more 
you know, long lasting and, and that's okay. But having those clear expectations, I think are very helpful um, because, you know, I personally have gone through a relationship that was, I think I was very sensitive and was, it was hurtful. And then I stepped into another one where we had some clear and it was just the most beautiful. And I still, this person is now like a big sister to me. Um, and that turned out so beautifully, but, um, yeah, just sharing what are, what are you wanting? What is your desire and make sure that's kind of a two way. I think, um, that all brings up a really important point. Um, in my experience with women's ministry, so many times we try to create a formal mentoring program. And I think every time I've ever been involved in one or have seen one, it, it, it's sort of, it's just difficult. And sometimes it, usually it fizzles. And I think it's because you can't put it in a box. Mm-hmm. Um, p- women are looking for different things and they have different expectations and every mentor is even different in what they can give and um, what they can share. And so um, it, it seems like time and time again, mentoring happens maybe within a different formal structure in Bible study or, or things like that. But um, it's, it, it is organic. It is so organic. Is. Going back to what Kathy said, um, let's just, a scenario, let's just say, a woman comes up to any of us and says, you know, I, I would really like for you to mentor me. And then you sit down and you talk about what, what's your expectation? I mean, is it that we'll work through some scripture together? We'll do a Bible study together. We will just walk the journey. What What's your expectation? And then, you know, you may need to put a time frame on that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, let's do that for three months. Mm-hmm. And then see where we are. And then if it fizzles, it kind of fizzles gently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, sometimes you need to leave yourself a way out. Yeah, that's good. It's called boundaries. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well and it goes back to some are for a season and some are for, yeah. you know, some are circumstantial. Like I am walking through this certain thing and need somebody to walk with you through mm-hmm. it. And then that kind of comes to an end and then, you know, moving into something else. And you go to coffee less often. You go to coffee less often. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. And often someone is at, at a place where they, they need more frequent wisdom and guidance and maybe they're walking something difficult and then you, God puts you in their life to walk them through that and then it's fun to watch them move on and then be there for other people. Oh, I don't know that there's much more exciting that when you disciple a woman and then you see her discipling other Uh women. I mean, that is just, that's incredible. Oh, it is absolutely incredible. Can I tell a story about that real quick? Okay, so I had, um, have a friend, a young friend in my life. All my young friends are turning 40, so. (laughs) So, um, but when I met them, I think they were 30-ish. So uh, I got a a sweet text one day from um, a young friend that I had just been spending time with her, having coffee or mentoring, whatever you want to term it. And, um, it was just um, such affirmation. She had actually st- joined a formal mentoring group, had her person, and she was really just circling back around just to thank me and say, um, 
I, I learned this from you. I learned this from you. And I, I didn't even realize I was learning it from you. So, nor did I realize I was teaching it to her. So it's just such a, it is such a sweet full circle. Um, it was, it was a sweet text to receive from her and to see her just um, pay it forward to use that secular term. But yes, just to encourage someone with the encouragement that she had received was, um, yeah. That and was what awesome. a gift that the Lord allows us sometimes to see the fruit of that, of, mm-hmm. of ministering to others. Like I think especially from generation to generation, because yeah. that's what I see you saying. Yeah. It's Absolutely. so special. Yep. Um, so we have definitely touched on this, but what advice would you have, or do you have any other advice for a woman who is seeking a godly mentor? Pray about it. Mm-hmm. Even even if you are not sure you know how to pray, mm-hmm. you know, just simply just tell God, mm-hmm. I need somebody to walk with me for a season and somebody to help me understand better what faith looks like and what following Jesus looks like. And uh, I I believe he'll point you mm-hmm. yes. to someone. But, I, I mean, you know, it's just so easy to say, well, pray about it. I'll just pray about it. But I think that's definitely one big part of it, and I'm going to let Tammy pick mm-hmm. up from there. That's perfect, because what I was thinking about was ask. So Sandra gives, as usual, the spiritual element of (laughs) what to do. I'll give you the practical application of once you've prayed about it and the Lord has pointed you in that direction, just ask, Mm -hmm. can we have coffee? Yep. Yeah. Yes. That, that's so, that seems so simple, but I think, um, sometimes women expect that someone sort of knows that you want to, or that you can see that they want to connect mm-hmm. with you or or that they want you to mentor them. And um, I don't know about you all, but I have to be hit over the head with a brick sometimes. So mm-hmm. um, just doing the ask, I think, is, is really right. important. Sure. And um, it opens up a discussion about what that looks like and and all of that. So I think I think that's that's really important. You know, ask means you've got to step out. You've mm-hmm. got to be a little vulnerable. Just recently, I visited Gay Simmons, mm-hmm. and she's one wonderful, beautiful woman in this church. She's older than I am, but I think the reason I enjoy spending so much time with her is because it helps me see life ahead. Mm-hmm. And if God lets me live. To be her age, I see how gracious and beautiful and wonderful and caring you can still be if you're walking with the Lord. Absolutely. What advice would the both of you have for the woman who doesn't feel like she has the time or doesn't feel equipped to invest in another woman? Well, this is real practical. Maybe she really doesn't right now. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe her children are at a stage, maybe there's, you know, there could be special needs. There, It could be a season where she could honestly say, I would love to, but I really honestly don't have much time. But I do think the Lord helps you know how critical mm-hmm. that that is. But then on the flip side, I would say, try to find the time, or don't stay in that season where 
you're just inward focused. Right. Uh, try to, to get through that. Maybe you need a mentor to get through that so you can be freed up to to help another woman. Mm-hmm. That's very good. I, I would say that if he calls us, he equips us. Um, I would also say that he can magnify our time. So I'll share a little story about really my first mentor. Um, her name is Kim, and uh, it was 1994, and I had three children, five and under, and really had no time. But she had called one day. Um, I didn't know her at the time. We were doing Bible study together, and she called and said, um, would I co-lead a Bible study with her, Lord, Where Are You When Bad Things Happen, by Kay Arthur. <laughs> and I was like, uh, no. So I said, I'll pray about it. And I said, I just really feel ill-equipped to do this. And uh, she said, great, that's, that's the best place to be. So, And I said, I've really never had anything bad happen to me. So fast forward, I, I um, reluctantly agreed to uh, co-lead this Bible study with her. And during that Bible study was when my husband received um, a cancer diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And I truly entered the dark night of my soul with, um, with walking through that. But as God would have it, he was equipping me in the midst of, um, in the midst of that story and that journey. He gave me not only a friend, but, um, a soul sister and a mentor in that relationship because of my ill-equipped yes. And, and he used my lack of being equipped to equip me. So, yeah, she was just a, a sweet, dear soul who pointed me to Jesus and walked through the the valleys with me and the muck and the mire and um, just reminded me that he's the God who sees, didn't have all the answers, but would just walk with me. Mm-hmm. We always say that the Lord goes before us, so yes. the Lord provides yes. for us, um, and it just sounds like he so sweetly yes. provided for you in a way that you didn't even know you needed. Absolutely. All right, ladies. Talk to our listeners for a second. Um, what encouragement do you have for them today? What challenge do you have for them today to take that next step into um, forming some new godly, beautiful relationships? Uh, my encouragement would be, I think, just circling back to our last question to ask. I think it it takes courage to ask but God always honors you taking the step. He He desires for us to be in relationship. Jesus is all about relationship. Um, we talked about the, the the Paul and the Timothy and the Barnabas, the mentor mentee relationships. So um, I would just encourage you to to ask to to pray, like Sandria said, and to step out. It doesn't have to be once a week for two hours every week. It can, it can, like we have all said, be organic and and it's fruitful. Um, God will honor that. Well, it's a two way street, and I think God will be working on the heart of each woman. Uh, I will say for women in my stage of life, it's really easy to start feeling like nobody needs me. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to offer. I'm being that I'm around many women who are older, I, I see that in them, and I'm trying to really encourage and say, oh, but you have no idea, mm-hmm. you know, what you have to offer. And just, you know, just to sit down with another woman, perhaps a younger woman, and just share your story, going back to 
the faithfulness of God in your story, even if there are parts of your story you'd like to change, but you can't. But as you look back, you can see God was faithful. So I would say, like Tammy said, don't be afraid to ask because the other person may need to be asked as much as you need to ask. Miranda and I just had this conversation yesterday or the day before that both of us walk into on, on Sunday mornings, there's a group of um, wiser mm-hmm. yes. folks um, that we just will walk in there on Sunday mornings because it feels like a big hug. Yes. Um, and so we both were having that conversation. And so if you are in that season of life and you feel like you are not needed, I'm going to tell you right now, you are so needed. So needed. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, Tammy and Sandria, thank you so much for being here today. Can I just pray for you? God, I just thank you so much for who you are and the way that uh, you weave our stories together in the lives of, of others. And I just thank you for Tammy and Sandria being here today, uh, just being willing to share their experiences and their wisdom um, Lord, they are two women that are so full of the fruit of your spirit. Um, just being in this room, we can feel your presence, and um, they are wise. And Lord, it is awesome to see them pouring into women. Um, just it's part of who they are. Um, God, I pray for every woman out there that um, is looking for someone in their life that can walk with them as they go, that um, that you would show them who that, who that woman is and that they would have a courage and a boldness just to ask. And um, Lord, I pray for women out there that um, want to give what they've learned about your faithfulness to other women, that you would show them who is out there, who is needing that, um, that you would just... Uh, Give them the time that they need, and, and Lord, you always provide that. Um, Lord, I thank you for each and every woman uh, that is pouring into other women, women and investing in their lives, God. Um, I see it every day, and it is, um, it is living like Jesus, and it is amazing. God, um, I pray for your blessing over these precious women and um, over women in general, as they uh, just seek to uh, grow more like you each and every day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Um, And ladies, thank you for listening to season three of As You Go. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe and share with your friends. Have a great day.